Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in. It's the Penn Live Wrestling Podcast, and it is state tournament week, so we are trying our best to bring our A game. Dave Heckard's here with me. I'm Dustin Hawkinsmith. Starting off the week with two special guests, we've got a pretty good lineup of podcasts coming up for the week, which I'll touch on in just a minute. But first, Matt Repost from Central Dolphin, four-time District 3 champ, three-time state medalist, soon to be fourth, returning state finalist, and a Lehigh commit, Don Frontino from Shippensburg, two-time district champ, four-time state qualifier now, Super 32 medalist, and he's a Brown commit. So these guys, in the midst of their preparation for the last state tournament of their lives, are here spending valuable time with us. Thanks, fellas. Yeah, thanks for having yep. us. So let's let's start, uh, Matt, by the way, at 145, uh, Don at 160, but I wanted to start with prep for states. So it's been you had all of last week. How did you manage that week? Like, it's, it's a long period of time to try to make sure that you're peaking at the end of it. Um, Dom, I'll start with you. Like, what did the last week look like for you? How do you go about training and practicing and staying sharp without going too overboard too quick in this long layover? Uh, yeah, for, for me, it's kind of just the same training we've been doing all, all year, but a little bit more recovery last week, you know, fixing any – ticks or whatever if you had a little rolled ankle or just whatever it is at from districts and uh, so we swam a lot actually this week or last week now which was was pretty nice gets you know easy on the low impact yeah yeah but then uh kept the drilling pretty moderate a little bit more live wrestling last week since we had a you know a week to recover and uh this week you know it's putting the last little things together so you're Getting your best stuff and making sure it's clean. Getting ready to go. Matt, same deal for you. And are you feeling a little nostalgic at, at this point? Like, everything's a last now, the, the, the final days. Yeah, definitely taking it all in. Having a lot of fun at practice. A lot of dodgeball. Uh, and, you know, the coaches are great. Having a lot of fun with it. What about you, Matt? Then I'll let Dave ask you guys a question here. Yeah, I mean, kind of same thing as Dom. Uh we spent last week just refining the small details, the fine um, prints to our craft, and just it was a fun week. Swags let me and Mike Beers run a practice, <laughs> like oh nice the game plan and stuff. It was pretty fun. We played a lot of games, and uh, were you, were were you vindictive toward your teammates at all? Like, do you take out any any uh, any uh, stress on them? Anything that they've wrong, done to wrong you over the years? We actually considered uh, running shark bait on Swags. And uh, Coach Ziders, <laughs> but they didn't. They didn't want to do that. So now, Dave probably knows what shark bait is. I do not. 
Uh, I, I mean, come on, Dustin. You wrestled before. I mean, I feel like anybody <laughs> who wrestled knows what shark bait is. Listen, in, in all seriousness, <laughs> I stopped wrestling because I didn't want to find out what shark bait was. Like, I wasn't, whatever it is, I knew, like, I wasn't tough enough for that. And so that's why I hide behind a keyboard now. It's like you have a group of three or four people, and, and one guy's out, and each guy comes in at, at different times, whether you get the first okay. takedown or whatever. You know what I mean? So, okay. Um, yeah, no. I uh, I do. I remember the weeks off because I, I was like, a, it was like a, you know, I had mixed feelings on it. I always felt like if if I had guys that were wrestling well, I, I, I and they were healthy, like I didn't want that time off. I, I wanted to keep it kind of rolling, you know, right into the next week, and you know, and I think sometimes. You know, guys that do need to decompress a little bit, it obviously was good for. So, um, you know, if you have injuries like Dom said or, or whatever, I, you know, but the other the other regions look at it as an advantage for us because we have that week off. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to chalk it up as an advantage because you do get to decompress a little bit. But let's cut to the chase here, man. How's your weight? Everything good there? Yeah, you know, I look, look, repost got like a little smirk on his face. <laughs> I'm fine because that's what's tough right now. Like you got to hold that now for for that two weeks. You know, you, you yeah, can't that... go up too high. You want to decompress, but you can't. You got to You got So talk to me about that. Um, my weight's perfectly fine. I just for some reason, like once I hit like that weight, I just stayed down all year. Like after practice every day, I'm like, I can get to like three pounds under it's kind of crazy but like i'm making sure i refuel my body so after today's practice i was half a pound under so i'm pretty oh wow that's that's good that's yeah. really good actually so how about you dom uh yeah weight management is super key just probably this week monday tuesday wednesday getting the weight around uh staying i i weight has not been a problem for me um especially since the two pounds 60 was a little bit harder but now 162 is it's great Gonna miss the two pounds next year in college. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, there, there, there's no, no cushion, no cushion. You're gonna get rid of that. Um, you guys are, are kind of similar, I think, in that whether it's your technique or your training or in this case your weight, you don't seem to really ride like a roller coaster at all. Like it seems like you want to try to take the same attitude, mindset, approach, even if you have a long period off, and just stick with that mindset and approach. And maybe that's something you've learned over the years. Where who do you attribute the consistency to? Like, I know, um, Matt, I think you said your dad is a super consistent person and he, he, he preached that, but where do you kind of, the, the maturity and stuff that you guys have, uh, who do you give credit to for that? Uh, I mean, I guess I give the credit to my coaches. Like I look up to them and the people, um, that have come before me in the program, like, and then especially like my parents, you know, them preaching it to me. So I really look up to them for the maturity, like the leadership um, for the team and stuff like that. Yeah, I feel what about like, you, Dom? Uh, same thing. I feel like my parents kind of raised me that way. My dad always says, you know, he never treated me like a little kid growing up. But, um, yeah, i got to thank my coaches a lot because um, that doesn't just happen out of nowhere. The consistency, consistency with wrestling is probably the most important thing to, to be able to improve you know, every year, every day in the room and continuing that helps you, helps everyone also on the team, the people that you're wrestling with get better as well. So thank you. I mean, you know, I, the, the mental part is so important right now. 
right? Like, I mean, everybody at this stage is, you know, that you, you, you know, you know yourself, you know, the, the people you're wrestling, um, all these guys are experienced for the most part. That mental game is, is, is such a big part of success in the postseason. Um, I mean, both you guys, one going to Brown, one going to Lehigh, I feel like, I feel like you guys got a higher score just putting your name on your SATs than I had combined. Like, talk to me a little bit about, like, the mental game. I, I feel like that, that's so important. And, and, like, you're talking consistency, and, and that's part of it. But, like, you know, I, I think the experience of being there and, and that part all, all plays big into winning a state title. You know, talk, talk to me a little bit about, like, the mental part of this thing. Um, you know, I'm just going in there I, uh, with the me- mentality of just dominating, you know, like – practice room, uh, competition, tournaments. I'm just, I just want to dominate and uh, not give up any points. Um, yeah, and especially in the practice room, like, I, I like to push my teammates. Um, if they're, like, slacking off and, like, conditioning or, like, the live, like, if I'm going live with my partner and he's not, like, trying, like, that's where injuries happen. And, like, I'm trying to push them to, you know, I want, I want them to fight against me. And it kind of makes me angry when they don't. But that's yeah. <laughs> how do you get enough t- of that next year too? You know, yeah. the guys will fight back in Lehigh. I promise yeah. you. <laughs> how, how do you how do you express your anger, Matt? Like I, we we saw it by the way. Your first match at districts, there were some things that you were doing in that match that expressed your frustration. I don't think that you're gonna yell and get red faced about it, right? How do you tell a kid that you're wrestling with in practice, like step it up? Are you wrestling or not? Yeah, I mean, I just. I'll club them pretty hard. <laughs> okay. And, and, like, I'll just – I'll, like, play with their head and, like, bounce it up and down. And like, I'll get them pretty mad just by wrestling them. Um, yeah, you got to get on them, man. You can't let them – you can't let them slap yeah. on you. You know what I mean? That's right. That's right. That's right. Dom, do you have something you want to add on, on that part uh, of it? Yeah, my, my mentality going in this is uh, I'm really taking it all in. It's my last time in the state tournament this year. Um you know, butterflies are away. I've been there multiple times now. Um, really just focusing on scoring points, not so much. Everything else will come. Scoring points in every position, constantly trying to score points, not trying to coast in, every, in any position or in any area. Um, and just having fun. You know, that's the. Uh, if you're not having fun, then you don't enjoy it. And I feel like it makes the mental side even it, – because it's already hard. Wrestling is the hardest sport. And um, – like Hecker was saying, that uh, mentality is so important. And when you're not having fun, I just feel like it makes it uh, ten times harder. So really focusing on having fun. Scoring points is fun. So that's what I focus on. One other thing that I think you guys have in common is looking back to your sophomore seasons, both of you sophomores, the COVID-shortened season, uh, going through a super regional setup, Matt, and, and this speaks to the mentality thing. Like, kind of, Both of you didn't get it quite what you wanted out of that season, I think it's fair to say. Uh, Matt, I know you said um, going into the state tournament with just eight guys and walking through the doors knowing that you meddled already. How tough is that to overcome and not feel, I don't know if complacency is the right word, but feel like you've already won just by being there kind of thing. Like That was tough to work through, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, especially this year, like – you look at the brackets and you're just like, I, I, I don't like losing. Like, I'm not going to lose to these some of these kids. Um, so I just, COVID year was just, you know, I like you said, I coasted through and I was just like, I've been here. Like, 
I got fourth the year before, and now I'm like, you know, I was like coasting, and so, but this year is different. Last year was different, and I'm I'm ready to go through the doors and wreak havoc on my bracket. And, can can you let's just set the record straight that I did not say you were coasting. I don't like next time I, I mean, see you. You did though. You just I, said I, you're coasting. That's I, I, I I'm not I'm not shark bait, and I'm not getting a club the next time I see you for insulting you. I did not say that. And I think Dom for you. I mean you you fell victim. Well, who'd you wrestle? Dylan Evans, I think at the at the super yep. regional like that. And, and so like the that extra round kind of cost you. But what what'd you feel like? You know, where can you take some responsibility or whatever? Like when you do like an accountability exercise for where you personally weren't quite where you wanted or needed to be, like what would you, what do you think coming out of that sophomore year to try to get better? Uh, you know, it's the same thing. Obviously I didn't get what I wanted that season. No matter, you know, um, <clears throat> things change all the time. You got to focus on the things you can control, not the things that you can't. And that year, one of the things you couldn't control was how the season ended up. I mean, no one wanted it like that, but that's how that's how it did up. You know that the top four places there placed top four at states in my bracket. Then, so you know, it's you got to look at it in different ways. But uh, needed to get better, uh, continue to push after season. You know, didn't take a break, right back to it, continuing to get better. It was the worst too. It was it was it, like people were wrestling with masks on. I mean, what? what oh, that's but like I got to talk. I got to talk about doing? that. Yeah. yeah, so <laughs> please so, do. So we had to wrestle with a mask all year long. Okay, so then we get we're wrestling with mask on. You're dying with a mask on, breathing all the carbon dioxide because it's wrestling. And um, we go to super regionals, and I'm wrestling the match. And before the match, I have my mask on. The ref tell the ref told me to take off my mask. I was like, wait, what did you say? <laughs> I, no one had them on then. Like all the all the I guess all the Whippeal kids had a different had a different rules they you know got they around did. the max thing which is i don't blame them at all but um yeah so i go i'm used to wrestling the mask all year long and then he t- tells me to take it off my last match i'm like okay <laughs> it's just yeah crazy. Here, here, here's here's a, here's a rule enforcer telling you to take off the mask that the and i and i feel like most and of other ones during probably, the match if you if you just pulled it down they'd yell at you like you'd be yeah. threatening to get a stall call or you know whatever or coaches yeah. yelling, "Hey, his mask's down!" I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" Oh, Rest call yeah. for oxygen time. Your 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 timer starts. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, they're, they're, you know, coaches are yelling at you. His mask is down. I'm like, "Come on!" Oh, Here was yeah, like the that, twilight zone. I mean, I'm so glad we're back to normal now. I know. And like, nice. you know, fans are packed in the stands. Um, like you guys are seniors now, and you're you're able to go out on a year where there's fans there and there's a full crowd there and. You know, so, uh, you know, fast forward two years from a year we never thought we'd get away from, you know. And, Seriously. Um, you know, here we are. And, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm super pumped for both of you. I like, you know, I like obviously going and watching. And it's a good time, like, you know, you cheer for, like, the guys in your region, like the District 3 guys to do to do well, you know. And uh, it's it's kind of cool. And uh, I'm, I'm pumped to watch you guys do some work this weekend. Thank you. Uh, one other thing that I would say about both of you where you've progressed tremendously is in the strength department. So, Dom, like, you have an interesting story because, you know, we talked about your sophomore season between then and the start of your junior season, which was delayed. You have a horrific knee injury. You beat the timetable. But the only thing you could do was strength trains. So you got you got more jacked uh, in, in that offseason than you ever did before. And then, Matt, I feel like – 
I don't know whether the super regional or whether that that postseason from your sophomore year factored into the thinking a little bit, but you really got after it in the strength department. How important has that part of your development been to making you who you are right now, which is you know state title contenders, both of you? Yeah, I mean, my sophomore year, I I was a 26. I was not. I could have cut the 20, but I wanted to keep it up that year, and it just punched me in the face. I realized I wasn't as strong as I I thought I was, and I was wrestling these big kids. Um, you know, especially at the Super Regionals, I had probably like. I think I had like two or three state champs in that bracket and it just yeah didn't work out. So that's, that's the um, postseason. Um, I was just hitting the gym every day, you know, um, eating a lot, drinking a lot. And I would make sure I had my, I would go with a partner that was bigger than me. Um, I went with Bryce Enders at first and then I switched to Nathaniel Mosey once Bryce went to college and uh, you know, it paid off. I got a lot stronger. I want to do a side-by-side, you now versus you as a freshman, when you cut down to 106. And, like, the the difference, like, obviously you're going to change a lot freshman year to senior year, but I feel like your physique has changed, like, 10,000% over that stretch. Uh, There's, like, a picture. There's a picture in the Patriot, I I feel like, or the the Passy Patriot, that's how old I am, on Live, where, like, I don't know, it was after the match from, like, maybe the district final or – you know, one of the big matches and like my man repose is walking across like the mat and it's like a full body shot and his legs, I've done like a double take. I was like, dude, is that the same dude? I don't even remember this guy, you know, like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I, I got, you, you definitely put on some, some good weight in for sure. And, and I, and I think, I think maybe at some point you learn, right? Like your technique can be perfect. You can uh, get to the stuff you want to get to, but if the other guy is, is that much stronger than you, what what else can you like? What can you do? You're not going to finish shots because you can just kind of muscle yeah, you out of that. Exactly. I mean, strength what? matters. I feel like you know, even like you know, at every level, like if you have two elementary kids and they're nine years old and one stronger than the other, like eighty-five to ninety percent chance the stronger kids are going to win. Especially and as, then, as you get yeah. older, especially then, right? Like, and as you get older, like those percentages decrease. But I feel like it's always higher. Like, you know, if you're stronger than your opponent, like the percentage of you winning are greater. Uh, you know, now there's obviously people out there that would say, you know, give me an instance where, you know, that, that didn't happen. And, yeah, cool, whatever. But, I mean, for the most part, um, the stronger the stronger athlete does win. Well, it's a heck of a tiebreaker when you're, when you're that yeah. close with guys. Yeah. Like, let's say state semifinals or whatever. If you're close to a guy then, and, he's, and you're stronger than him, I mean, I, I think it breaks the tie. What about what about you, Dom? I, I, and and maybe not even focus so much on you know that first uh, you know when you're working through you can't do anything with the lower half of your body, so all you could do is get get jacked. How are th- how have things evolved since then? And you kind of keep adapting that strength to your to your wrestling. Uh yeah, for sure. Well, after that, obviously, I just got addicted to lifting. So you know, love seeing the changes in your body and you know growing and. You know, not only seeing the lifting side, how important it is, but then also the eating side of it is probably even more important than lifting, um, which comes back to wrestling again. But um, what you're putting in your body is super important. But then this summer, just keeping up the training, you know, obviously able to train my legs this summer, which was nice. So, yep, got up, got up and weighed again. And, um, you know, 160 is where it fit me perfect. So. 
Is that kind of the plan for for next year? One sixty five, maybe for you? Yep, one sixty five. I'm pretty sure that's where they want me. So, what about you, Matt? One forty nine. Yeah, I'm pretty sure one forty nine, unless I hit a massive growth okay. spurt. <laughs> yeah, I you think might... both of you are wrong. I think Frontino is going to be fifty seven, and I think Repos is going to be down forty one. You watch. <laughs> I mean, that's what that's what your coach might probably want, right? Like, uh, you never know. Yeah, that's it. You never know. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. You go to college and all of a sudden, like, just things start happening. You're like, wait a second, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what's going on? Hey, Dom, I wanted to get your thought. Like, Dave and I have talked about this a lot. Like, Matt's um, obviously four-time district champ, but to give up one point on a locked hands as a freshman and no points in the district tournament since – like you've been, you've obviously been there. You've you've seen, you know, the level of consistency I think it takes to be able to just win and survive and get get through each bracket. But that level of dominance, especially not conceding anything, what do you think about that statistic? Like it's kind of ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. that's insane. Well, the, I, I think uh, Matt, obviously it's insane, but like. Uh, put yourself in his shoes, like, and and what does that require? Like, obviously, top game, right? Like, to to not give up anything. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just I, <laughs> um, since my freshman year, like, I just knew I was like a level ahead, the like the district, the kids in the district, and I wanted to prove that. Um, I didn't really try the whole no points thing, like, I didn't realize it until kind of this year. Um, well, one point, but. I didn't really realize it till this year, and um, I made sure this last tournament I didn't want to do that. Like, there was times where I could have cut a kid and taken him down, but I didn't want to. <laughs> I like D- it. Dom, let me, ask, let me ask you this part, too, because I think it was relevant this year. The 152-pound weight class two years in a row was like survival of the fittest, musical chairs, uh, when you like, I know you can't think about that stuff too much, but at the same time, there's a little bit of extra pressure if you know there are like five or six guys who deserve those four spots. And then going into the tournament, do you just like block that out, or or do you just kind of realize like everything's going to be a test along the way? Uh, so you're talking about like my bracket last year, like what? Last year and this same weight, same situation, two years in a row at 152. Yeah, I mean the. That's awesome seeing you coming out of District 3, though. Obviously, you want the competition here. We want to see our guys do yeah. good. Um, I expect nothing less. All the great competitors want to have great competition. So, that's, you know, that's can't say much about it. You just got to love it. Dave, you got you got anything? I, I've got a couple more questions for him. No, you can, you can fire off. I, I, uh, I mean... <clears throat> I think, you know, you look at your, your high-level wrestlers, right, and, and you think like, like oh, yeah, they're, they're going to be at states or they're a returning state medalist or they're a returning state place winner. Like, that's going to happen. And what, what you have to realize is, like, you have to get there first. Like, you have to, you have to run that. You know, you have to do that. So, um, and, and in the sport of wrestling, the one thing that I love about it the most is, you know, the pin factor, right? Like, you can, you can pin somebody that's better than you. You know, and, uh, you know, so, you know, these guys, as good as they are, they still have to go put their foot on the line and they still have to do it. They have to, they have to, you know, win. They can't, they can't slam somebody. They can't like, you know, you can't, you can't, that, that can't happen, you know, and, you know, to, to do that, I I feel like, um, 
as a high-level wrestler, you know, you still got to do it. And, and these guys are, you know, 16, 17, 18 years old. And, uh, you know, you never know what's going through a young, a young kid's head. And I think, uh, you know, regardless of how tough sometimes the region is, um, you know, you still have to do it type deal. Um, and then when you have a tough weight class, like, like Dom's weight class last year and, you know, 152 this year, like it, it just, it, it adds pressure, you know, and, and you, you start to get into that mindset of, man, I'm a guy, you know, like you look at the Gonzalez kid. I mean, that was a guy that got what he get third or you know, fourth a few years ago. And, and now he's scratching and clawing just to go back. And, uh, you know, I think you, you got to get there first and, uh, you know, and, and that's what's that's what's incredible about both of the, these two here is, yeah. you know, you guys did it in such a dominating way, you know, and, and uh, so, yeah, I, I feel like um, you got to get there first. So uh, get there and then, you know, let it let it fly. Yeah, I agree. What's the when, when you walk out into the giant center floor, like, are, are you like looking around misty eyed on on Thursday? Or are you kind of soaking? Are you soaking it in or is it just kind of? All mission all the time. Soaking it all in. I mean, could, couldn't be a better place to have states than the Giant Center. You know, packed Giant Center. Everyone's there yelling, screaming. You hear the moms. You know, they're always yelling. It's always, it's always a blast. <laughs> they are, and I swear, they are always directly behind me. The road directly <laughs> behind me is shouting in my ear the whole time. Um, and what well, I couldn't, ima- I couldn't imagine being a parent of a wrestler. Really, though. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, you know, I see like how much like, you know, coaches get into matches. I mean, I, I'm like, you know, I, you know, I do all kinds of crazy th- things, but I yes, mean, you do, I do a parent. Yeah. Thanks, Dustin. <laughs> uh, you know, but, but at the end of the day, you know, being a parent of somebody out on the mat, you know, I mean, I think that's, that's really like, you're, you're so much more emotionally evolved. Um, did you see the, the, there was like a clip of a, of a lady on social media, like a mom, like beating up her husband. Yeah, yeah, dude, punching her husband yeah. like the whole time. I, I mean, not even that. realizing she's doing it, and and the guy just—I mean, he took it like a champ and uh, let mom do her thing. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I feel like yeah, every parent, every mom, like has that in them, you know, uh, when they're when their kids are out there wrestling. It's like it's like you're you're a mama bear, but you can't protect. You know, like you're you're up in the bleachers, you can't do anything about it. And I gotta think like it's impossible to stay calm. And not be yeah. nervous and all that. I, I agree. I agree. I, I mean, I mean, I, my mother used to like wet herself at times. I mean, in the middle of matches, like lose control and like, you know, wet herself. I mean, who does that? Moms, we're getting, do. Moms, we're getting, moms do that. We're getting personal on here. I like <laughs> you it. Are, dude. I, hey, I threw my own mom under the bus. Let nobody else. But no, I mean, it's, it's, it's true though. I, I, I think, you know, parents are so emotionally involved. Um, because you know what, they, they, they put so much time in as well. Like, you know, so much of your lives, they were the ones taking you to practice and, and they see how important it is to you, you know? And I think as parents, you want the best for your kid and, uh, you know, you want your kid to, to achieve the best that they can. You want him to be a state champ and fulfill his dreams and, and all that. But, um, I think, you know, the parents are, are an important role in this process. Yeah. And, and I think it's, um, as much as the wrestler, like everybody would say you, you don't want to be results focused. You want to be process focused. I think that applies to parents too, you know, only being proud if you get first place or whatever, you know, and I'm, I don't even know where you like, uh, you know, your parents clearly did some, some good things and did some right. things right 
to, to, to have kids who are uh, as consistent and throw the wrestling stuff out the window. Like, I feel like you're probably like this with everything. And I feel like um, at some points along the way, you were taught how to be a proper competitor and coaches did that. But I think your parents did also. Yeah, they definitely yeah. did. got thank my parents for a lot. I mean, driving me all over the place since I was five years old. Down tomorrow's with Matt, rolling around with them. The good old days. <laughs> always the good always old days. Having a good time. And you know what's cool? The wrestling community is 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 close. Like we're very competitive, but you're close. So like you know, I, I run into guys now, I'm 45 years old, and I run into guys that I competed against when I was like eight, nine, 10 years old, and, and we still talk about it, you know, I mean, and we're friends, and, you know, we don't go walk by each other without saying a few words, and, you know, you, you do build those relationships, and that's one thing that is awesome about the sport of wrestling, you know? Yeah, I agree. One, one last thing for you guys, and it's um, college-focused, but... You guys went on the same visit the same weekend to Lehigh, right? And what came out of that was Matt committed, Griffin Gonzalez committed. I think there was another kid or two who who committed, but Dom Dom didn't. Matt, did you feel like did you feel like Dom was good that 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 was gonna go your way with with Lehigh? Like, did you come out of that weekend tra- like thinking that he might join the fold there? Uh, I don't remember seeing Dom there. <laughs> I wasn't there. <laughs> oh, you weren't. You weren't there. No, I never. I never you, went to Lehigh. No, I didn't go. All right, I I, I must no, have you confused I mean, with somebody listen, else. He's definitely getting. You're getting clubbed next time we've ever <laughs> listen. Club on the head, dark bait us for dude. Come on, you know. I, I never. <laughs> I, I went. I went. I went all over the place, but not Lehigh. <laughs> That must have been somebody else I was thinking of. And you know what's great is whenever this is my podcast is that I can edit that kind of stuff out. Uh, you guys have no control whatsoever, but that that's gone, man. That's funny. I love it. I, I, I have you confused with somebody else. But um, the opportunities you guys have, though, like I know you work for it and you, you, know, you start wrestling thinking it might be possible. But, um, you know, wrestling – I don't think it's overstating it to say that it, it changed your, your lives. And it's, um, it's something that I think, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. It just carries over into everything too. Like I think wrestlers and life and, you know, down times and being mentally tough and physically tough. I mean, all those things, um, are going to help you guys so much, but, um, I'm sure you kind of think maybe, maybe just be grateful. Uh, you're not lucky because you worked for it, but, um, you were able to elevate yourselves and, and really set yourself up nicely for, for a nice future, whether that's wrestling or something else, just by being um, as good as you've been and working as hard as you've worked. I mean, you've, you guys have, have earned these opportunities you've got. Yeah, I'm yeah, definitely very. grateful for everything, every opportunity that was given to me. You know, the, the Dan Gable quote, once you wrestle everything else and life is easy. Um, my dad had that poster yeah. since I was a little kid. And, uh, you know, I followed that. And I definitely believe that it's going to transfer into anything I do in life. I mean, both of you guys are going to be successful. I, I just feel like, you know, there's, you know, talking quotes, um, you know, it's nice to be in more, it's nice to be important, but it's more important to be nice. And that, that, that just like in, in, embodies both of you, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, I, I feel like some of that has come from the sport and, and more of it's come from, you know, your upbringing. And, uh, man, I, I really want to see you guys 
you know, bring home a gold this year for, for each of you and um, enjoy the last ride. Take it all in, but, but stay focused and uh, make sure you get a good warm up. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you, Coach. Hey, what, one last thing for me. I, I'm, I'm curious. Um, same weight you guys wrestle tomorrow. What happens in that match? Wait, what? <laughs> Sorry, what did you say? If you guys are at the same weight, let's say split the difference. You guys wrestle at 152. You both weigh 152. Weight's not an issue. What happens in that match? All right, going. Nice question. We're going straight upper body. <laughs> someone's launching someone. I'm down. I'm down. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, I think I think let's just make it happen. That's <laughs> That's right. Let's make it happen. Pastor, we can start like our own little like thing here. You know what I mean? We can start like doing like the Dave and Dustin matches. It'd be like, it'd be like get your own like... UFC cards. Yeah, I like it. Yes, dude. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We 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 set up matches and we share only erroneous facts. That's what we do on this thing. <laughs> I like right. it. I like it. Speaking, yeah. of UFC, speaking of UFC, not to get off the topic, but how about how about your boy Bo Nickel, like just just coming out and, and completely wrecking shop? Yeah, I think I think we're gonna see that come for the years to come as well. I'm with you. I, he's, I'm with you. Is that any is that any consideration for you guys? Uh, Something you think about? Not for me. I want to keep my brain too far off. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. keep my brain. Yeah. Brown and Lehigh. You know what I mean? That's what you're... <laughs> yeah. I thought about it, but like. I don't know. That's just a lot. I mean, it's almost like a whole other mental level. No, it like, is. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, you know, you know, that's that's a whole other, <laughs> whole other thing. You know, um, da- Dave, you're you're big into wrestling being art. Uh, you've shared that before. Yeah. What's what's UFC if, if wrestling is art? Man, it, punishment. It's, it's, it yeah, it's it's so combative. Yeah. You know, I mean. Um, and not that wrestling's not, but I mean, I, I mean, these dudes are savages, man. Um, I mean, just, just, you know, throwing hands, kicking people, uh, in the knee, uh, flying knees across the, the mat. You know, I mean, the octagon, um, I mean, I, I think just to, just to step into that and do that. I mean, you think you're nervous in a wrestling match. I mean, imagine knowing that that guy is coming at you with a flying knee or going to, going to try to punch you in the face and knock you out. Yeah. Um, Man, I, I just think it's a whole other level. Um, I'm it's, kind of, it, um, I'm, you know, it's know. it's like it's like stepping in and being Matt's lazy training partner, really. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Like Dustin and Round Robin, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll start the matches on my back. Be like, you got it, man. You got it. <laughs> That's well, I will let these guys get going. Fellas, I appreciate you guys jumping on and, and uh, getting ready for your final state tournament. Watch with interest. I mean, I, I don't uh, really, you know, I'm not supposed to root for people or whatever, but you guys are, are two awesome kids and uh, definitely want to see the best for you. Definitely. Uh, I definitely see it, man. I definitely see a path to the finals for, for both of you. And uh, I hope it works out for it. Stay healthy. Uh, keep getting better. And, uh, and we'll see you here Thursday at, at Giant Center. Thanks again. Sounds good. Thank you so much, guys. It's always an honor to be on here with you. Yeah, man. Good luck, good luck this weekend. Win match yeah, one. That's right. One match at a time. There you go. They, they get a good warm-up, win match one. That's it. That's it. And then you go to the next day. Yeah. One at a time. All right. All right. There you go. Well, that's Don Frontino, Matt Repos here on the Penn Live Wrestling Podcast. Got a big week coming up. Aaron Seidel from Northern Lebanon is going to join us later this week. Uh, Dave and I are going to talk about 
uh, District 3 AAA Wrestling, and also look ahead at the state tournament a bit. And then Josh Martin from the Gettysburg Times is also going to break down AA Wrestling, both at the regional level and at the state level. So stay tuned here on the Penn Live Wrestling Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time.